Does matcha have caffeine? Not only does matcha have caffeine, it actually has a lot of caffeine, more than you might think. Compared to coffee, matcha can actually be even higher in caffeine depending on how you prepare it. There are many different reasons for this, which all depend on how the tea is grown and produced. In this video, we're going to answer the question, does matcha have caffeine? explore how much caffeine is in matcha tea, and also see which factors influence the amount of caffeine in matcha. Let's get started. What is matcha tea? Before we answer the question, does matcha have caffeine, we should first explore what matcha is. Matcha is essentially a powdered green tea, but there is so much more to it than that. If you were to simply take a normal green tea and grind it into powder, it would taste incredibly bitter. That's why matcha needs to undergo a specific growing and production process in order to achieve its naturally smooth flavor. First, the tea plants need to be cut off from sunlight. When the tea plants are exposed to sunlight, they begin to convert the amino acid theanine into catechins. Catechins offer protection against the UV light, but they can also produce a bitter taste in the tea. If a farmer wants to reduce the bitterness in their green tea, they will cover up the tea plants. A special type of netting is rolled over the tea plants in order to block out the sun. This is done for three weeks or more leading up to the harvest. When the tea plant is cut off from sunlight, it doesn't convert theanine into catechins, so therefore it's able to retain more of its sweet and savory flavor. The tea plant also responds to the lack of sunlight by producing more chlorophyll. This is why a dark green color is indicative of a high quality matcha, because it usually indicates that the long shading process has been followed. Lower quality matchas will have more of a yellow or brown color to them and a bitter taste. After the tea plant has been shaded, the top three leaves are selected as these are the richest in nutrients and the smoothest in flavor. Once these leaves are gathered up, they need to have their stems removed. These yellowish stems don't have as sweet of a flavor compared to the leaves. In order to maximize the taste of a matcha, the stems need to be removed before the tea is ground. If this step is skipped, you will end up with a yellow matcha and a less appealing flavor. Once the stems have been removed from the tea leaves, the tea is referred to as tencha, and it's one step away from becoming matcha. Finally, the leaves need to be ground into a fine powder in a large granite mill. This large mill has a complex network of grooves, which grind the leaves into a finer and finer powder as they are pushed out the side. The matcha powder is then collected at the bottom, and it will take this mill an hour just to produce 50 grams of precious matcha powder. So the next time you wonder why matcha has such a high price tag, perhaps you'll spare a thought for all the time and effort that goes into making it. Why does matcha have caffeine? As we mentioned before, there are a few very specific stages in the cultivation and production of matcha that make it what it is. These stages not only impact the flavor of the tea, they also raise the caffeine content. The reason the tea plant produces caffeine is as a defense mechanism to protect itself against insects. Caffeine can be quite bitter and even poisonous to small insects, so it makes for a good protective layer. All true teas contain some level of caffeine, but some have more than others. As you will see, almost every stage in the production of matcha raises the caffeine content of the tea, making it extremely high. The shading of matcha teas. The long shading process that matcha undergoes can be quite stressful for the plant. When the tea plant is cut off from sunlight, it becomes weaker, so it needs to produce more caffeine in order to defend itself from insects. This is why shaded teas like gyokuro, kabuse sencha, and matcha are the highest in caffeine. The selection of the leaves. The younger leaves used to make matcha actually contain more caffeine. Because the younger leaves are tender, they are more vulnerable to insects, and the tea plant produces more caffeine to protect them. The older, more mature leaves are tougher, and they require less protection. This is why teas made from the older leaves like bancha, hojicha, and genmaicha have a lower caffeine content compared to matcha. The removal of the stems. The stems of the tea plant are thought to contain one-third the caffeine of the leaves. 
This is why stem teas like Kukicha are very low in caffeine. When you remove the stems from the tea leaves, like you would during the production of matcha, you bring the average caffeine content up. The purpose of removing the stems is to improve the flavor, but the higher caffeine content is a welcome side effect for many matcha drinkers. The grinding of the tea leaves. Finally, when you grind the leaves into a powder and mix them directly into water, you are consuming more of the leaf itself. This means that you are also getting more caffeine from the leaf. Already matcha would be a high caffeine tea, but when you drink it in powdered form, it becomes even more of a caffeine bomb. It also contains higher levels of antioxidants, amino acids, and chlorophyll. So is the caffeine content in matcha higher than other Japanese green teas? The answer is yes. When you compare the caffeine in matcha versus a tea like bancha, for example, the difference is striking. Bancha contains 18 milligrams of caffeine per serving, while matcha can contain 68 milligrams per serving. This just shows you how much a difference shading, leaf selection, and grinding makes when it comes to the caffeine content of tea. Even more shocking is the fact that if you use two teaspoons of matcha instead of one teaspoon, you end up with 136 milligrams of caffeine. If you want to add more caffeine to your matcha tea, it's as simple as just adding more matcha powder to your bowl or latte. If you're interested in trying matcha tea, you can find some on our website, neoteas.com. After traveling all around Japan for the past few years, we've met with dozens of farmers and sampled hundreds of different types of matcha tea. We've ultimately decided on just a small handful of our favorites, and we're so happy to share them with all of you. These matchas come from different tea cultivars, different tea regions, and different tea farms. Each one is a little bit different, and you can explore all of them at once with our matcha samplers. When you order tea from us, you're not only helping to support this channel, you're also helping us to support the dozens of talented farmers we work with all around Japan. We hope that by sharing these farmers' stories and their teas with people all around the world, we can help to transition the tea industry into a more positive, sustainable direction. Thank you all so much for watching, and if you have any questions about matcha or tea in general, please feel free to leave those in the comments below. Until then, we'll see you next time.